I see. Uh, <laughs> you'll see that music warms you up. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? It's a good thing I held on to you on the way over here to the studio. Because if not for you, I'm telling you, Robert Earps, oh, I would have gone flying. As a matter of fact, I, I, I think there was one red light I didn't have to wait. What do you mean? Oh, because the wind just scooped us up and took us across the street. Really? <laughs> yeah, Tucker, remember that. Yes, yes, it was a very powerful win. Okay, you know what? We're inside the studio where it's nice and warm. Maybe I should loosen up my tie. No, 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 it's not that warm. Okay, 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 fine and dandy. Okay, so you think it's not that warm. So what do you think it is then? Well, I, I, I was just thinking that maybe uh, a nice warm story. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yes, you know. You know what this week is? Uh, yeah, it's like uh, the week that came after last week. No, besides that. Ah, uh, the week that's after Parashas Para? Uh, you know, if you keep going like this, I'm going to have a cow in a second. Could you please think? Oh, okay. I think, I think, I think I know what you're leading to. Parashas Achoidesh. That's right. So Rosh Chodesh Nisan is coming around the bend. Oh, Reb Nisan just left to go to... Mi no, 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 no. That's something else. I'm talking about the Chodesh Nisan. Oh, the month of Nisan. Yeah, very good, very good. Yes, and do you know what's going to happen? I, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen. What's going to happen is Le Covet Pesach. I'm going to tell a story. Wow, that's great. Uh, 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 yeah, how come I don't see any card with you? Oh, you want to mean a card? Uh, you know, like something to look at the words and everything. Oh, well, I have to be honest with you, Yossi. Um, I didn't have a chance to prepare uh, a story. Oh, no. So what are you going to do? Just going to talk? No, no, no. Uh, Baruch Hashem, I do have a story. Oh, you do have a story, but I thought you didn't prepare a story. <laughs> well, I I prepared, but I didn't prepare. <laughs> you prepared, but you didn't prepare? Uh, well, what's going on? <laughs> well, you know, it's still Chaydesh Adar, so I could kibitz with you. Oh, boy, are you kibitzing with me. Oh, yes, I am. So let me tell you what happened. Uh, what happened? You didn't tell the story yet. Okay. Well, I have to tell you what happened in order to know how I'm going to tell the story. Well, it so happens that I got very busy this week, um, Baruch Hashem, for good things, and uh, I didn't have a chance to prepare a story yet, but I did get an email. Oh, you got an email. Wow, that's nice. What did it say? Well, there was somebody by the name of Mordechai Lebovix. This time he let me pronounce his last name. You know, sometimes I get suggestions by people and they just give me their first name and, a, uh, a, you know, a first, and a, uh, what do you call it? The first letter of the last name. Right, right. So this person, Mordechai uh, Lebovix, he suggested a story. It was a very nice, warm story, Le Covet Pesach. And you know what? I, I told him that um, it sounds familiar to me, this story. I'll have to check if I ever told it before. And I was rattling my brains here and rattling my brains there. Oh, my goodness, your brains are all over the place? No, no, it's just an expression. Rattling the, you know, means you're thinking. Oh, you are thinking about spaghetti and meatballs? No, 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 no. Uh, Rice Krispies and milk? No, I was thinking about, you know, I'm trying to remember if I told the story or not. Oh, so you were going to look it up to see if you told the story, but in the end, you didn't tell the story. Nope, I have no idea. <laughs> so in the end, you didn't look it up, so you don't know if you told the story. That's correct. You got that part right. So therefore, you're going to tell the story anyways, because on the shita, which means the opinion that you never tell the same story the same way twice, just in case you did tell the story once before. Uh, that's correct. Well, you know it. Maybe you should tell the story. No, no, no. I want to see how you get out of this mess. I'm not in any mess. Oh, yes, you are. I am not. Oh, yes, you are. I am not. Oh, no, you're not. I am. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Don't try that. That's my shtickluck. You don't do that to me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but it worked, didn't it? Oh, yes, it did. Okay, so listen here carefully. I have a beautiful story. And even if I did once tell this before... Yes, it's true. I will never tell the same story the same way twice. It's pretty much impossible, because I, you know, uh, I know. Go ahead, just, just do the story already. All right. But before I do the story, I have to do the routine stuff. Routine stuff, okay. All right, you're listening to J-Rook Radio, 97.5 FM. 
Yes, sir. And if you're going to listen on the kosher internet, then it's J-Root Radio. J-R-O-O-O-T. Uh, did I say three O's or two O's? Well, anyways, two O's. Anyway, J-Root Radio nah, uh, uh, dot com. Okay, you can listen live. You can listen to archives. <laughs> and pretty soon some people are really going to see what I look like. What am I going to do, Rabbi Herbs? I don't know. We'll worry about it then. Meanwhile, let's continue over here. If a person wants to text in, perhaps a story, if you want to text in how to give a donation, if you want to text in how to be a sponsor or an advertiser, whatever it is, then you text in to 347-927-8398. That number again is 347-927-8398. If you want to listen on the telephone to JRoot Radio, you can do that also. And all you have to do is... To, um, like, dial a 712. 432-4217. Right. And then, if you want to, uh, you know, call up the phone and listen on the phone and listen to archives, then you can always call, uh, um, 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 uh, yeah, 718-506-9099. If you like to send donations to J-Root Radio, the address to send donations is J-Root Radio, uh, 2829 No Strand Avenue. That's again, 2829 No Strand Avenue, uh, uh, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. I think I got everything over there. Okay, now you have to tell about things about, uh. Okay, I'll tell everybody. Okay, if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling, uh, don't forget to tell them. That Mietz Hashem, you know, I'm available this year also. Last year was the first year I did it. And I'm Hashem, I got a lot of calls. And this year I'm available also to do stories for the summertime also. And I will be going up to the mountains for a few days, possibly, or longer, if it works out that way. Because I will do definitely a couple of jobs here and there. And, uh, you know, of course, if I could put a couple of, you know, you know, bungalow colonies or or uh, day camps together, or sleepaway camps together, whatever it is in the same territory, you know, I could probably give a better price, of course, but <laughs> we'll discuss that. And as we get closer, I'll be able to tell you which week I will be there. Okay, and if anybody wants to book me for a day camp in the city, they should start now. Some day camps already started. If you want prime time, you want the prime date that you're looking for, well, the earlier book, the better it is for you. Okay, and now you can tell the other stuff. Okay, now if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling engagements, or if you want to uh, hire Rabbi Yitzhak for a karate demonstration where he breaks bricks and things like that also, and if you want to hire, uh, uh, or you want to go to Rabbi Yitzhak, I should say, to take art lessons, or uh, uh, you want to go and take martial art lessons, which means karate lessons of some sort, and, 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 and learn the qigong exercises, energy exercises, things like that, you can go to Rabbi Yitzhak's. Of course, you have to, you know, you'll pay, but you'll call him and I'll give you all the details. And that number is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Okay, did you cover everything? Uh, let's see, about the credit demonstrations, the storytelling, the artwork. Uh, 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 oh, yes, of course. Not just that you give them art lessons, you actually do artwork, too. <laughs> so if anybody needs portraits, paintings, kasubas, and everything like that, Rabbi Yitzhak does it also. So you just have to, you know, uh, how do you say it? Uh, um, 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 just uh, dial 718-375-1294 for more information. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, Rabbi Herbs, time for your story. All righty, we are time for the story. We are time? Okay, we are ready on time for the story. Here it goes. Uh, tonight's story is called The Kais Shel Eliyahu Hanavi. And I apologize again. And even if I did say this again, um, I don't know if I should apologize. Why not? Because it's a great story. And I never tell the same story the same way twice. And the lesson is so great. Would you just get on with the story, please? All right, I'll get on with the story. Okay, tonight's story is the Kaishalalayuanovi, so let me tell you what happened. This story took place. It might have been about a hundred, a hundred and fifty some odd years ago. And we go back to a person. Uh, let's see what name should we give him. Uh, don't give him Yossi because I'm Yossi. Okay, I won't give him Yossi. So what name should I give him? How about uh, Barilla? Okay, we'll call him Barilla. Okay, so Barilla was a woodchopper, so let's go see him at work. We're going to see him at work? This is the radio. Oh, yes it is, but we are soon going to be 
on the you know, be able to visit us online also because we are being filmed now. Oh no, they're gonna know what I look like. <laughs> Don't worry, it's about time they did. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. He was out there chopping wood. And this tree would come tumbling down. And then he would chop it up to smaller pieces. <laughs> All right, I, I chop them smaller pieces. Let me put it in my wagon. Eins, zwei, drei. And he put all the pieces in his wagon. Ah, good, Baruch Hashem. I got all the pieces in my wagon. Now what else should I do? <laughs> I should drive to town. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Ferdler, Hossler, you, Hossi, are you listening to me? Mr. Hossi, hello? <laughs> okay, you're listening to me. All right. Uh, all right, let me get on the wagon. Here am I. <laughs> all right, I'm on the wagon. Uh, do I have to give you a patch, uh, you know, with the whip? Should I give you a schmice with the whip to make you go, or are you going to go by yourself? <sniffs> I guess you need a schmice. Okay. Here you go. I'm going to give you one whip. Giddy up, horsey. A little faster, I'll give you another schmice. <sniffs> Don't sneeze all over me. What's the matter with you? That's a little better, but you know, I want to get to town before it gets dark, because then I have to go down Minsk, I have to go to and I want to sell the firewood uh, while it's still sellable, because you know, this story takes place before they had street lights, you know what I mean? So if it gets dark, I can't do business. Come on, a little faster, Fadler. <coughs> a little faster. <coughs> and that's a little better. All right, now we're coming into town. Slow down by the middle of the town. I say slow down by the middle. Slow down! Ah, that was a close card. Now don't move away from here. All right, let me get off my wagon. All right, now it's the time to call out. All right, buy your firewood. Come and get your firewood. Oh, dear me, oh my. I'd like to buy some firewood, if you don't mind. Um, um, do you have some firewood for me, please? Oh, 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 oh how much? Well, it's going to cost you a couple of groschens, but you know, if you take more, I give you a bargain. Oh, all right. I'll take this one. Oh, it's pretty heavy. Well, I guess I'll have to come one at a time. Well, why didn't you come with your son? My son is married and lives in the other town from here. Ah, so uh, why don't you ask your husband? I'd love to ask my husband. So why don't you? He's in the base of madness learning. I should disturb him from learning to buy firewood to heat up the house? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, Yingala, Yingala, you over there, little boy chick. You, you little boy, come here. Are you talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. Listen, can you do me a favor? And uh, the lady, you're going to give him a little groschen or two, you know what I mean? You give him you know, a tip, you know, and, and he's going to help you carry the firewood. And so he sold that lady the firewood. And after that, he started screaming again, Firewood! Cut your firewood! Uh-oh, that's competition. That's not me, that's not how I sound. I would say, Firewood! Firewood! Oh, there's another guy selling firewood over there. Firewood! Firewood! Well, it's a free country. He's allowed to sell. Um, I, I, I hope I sell this out before he sells his out. I hope there's enough business for both of us. I hush for sure I shouldn't think that he should do better business than me, and I should do less business than him, or better business than him, and he should do less business. I, I hope that we both make business. And sure enough, by the end of the day... That is, by the time it started to get somewhat darker, he sold out all his firewood, and he brought his wagon back home. And he parked it into his barn. Um, 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 Ganande, uh, I'm going to Darwin Minchemire. I'll be back soon. Bye-bye.
bye bye like good and uh, be misspelled we should have wonderful wonderful panossa it's gewaldic we want to have wonderful wonderful panossa yeah yeah we're gonna have Be'ezus Hashem wonderful wonderful panossa bye bye and so he went to Davin Mincha and my uh, and then after that he came home and it was a decent supper. He was just a woodchop. He wasn't making a lot of money. A groschen here, a zlata here, you know. And he managed to have somewhat of a, a nice meal. Decent, you know. Not steak dinners every night, you know. But he was making a living of some sort. He was able to get tzedakah here and there. But then comes winter. And, of course, that's when he's selling his firewood. But when I say winter, this time when I say, then comes winter... I mean, snowstorms start to fall. The winds begin to blow. And the winds blow very strong. And it blows all over the place. And, of course, it gets difficult. People have to wear strong winter coats. And, of course, there's a need for the firewood. And then falls snow. And the winds blow the snow, and there's some snow drifts. And, of course, he has to go out with his sleigh. Come, I take my sleigh, we go outside. And he would chop his wood as usual. And after he chopped the wood, he would chop it into small pieces. And after that, he would put it on his sleigh. And the horse would, you know, uh, how you call it? A trudge. I think the word you're looking for is trudge. Yes, yes. The horse would trudge through the snow. And after it trudged through this, let's take that back. Trudged through the snow, Rabbi Irv. Trudged through the snow. Right. After the horse trudged through the snow, you'll see trudged through. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So it trudged through the snow and arrived in the center of the town. And he would suddenly call, Firewood! Firewood! That's not my voice again. Somebody, ah, oh, the guy across the street. Hi! Shut him on Firewood! Firewood! Okay, I'm going to scream also. Firewood! Firewood! Hello! Anybody needs firewood? Firewood! Fire! Fire! Fire? Where's the fire? No, no, no. Firewood! Firewood! I have wood for the fire. Huh? You got me scared for a second. I thought, I thought... I know what you thought. I know. You might be, while you're standing here, we'd like to buy some firewood. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Please, please, please. Yes, yes, yes. And, of course, he sold his firewood. And this would be his routine every single day. And he had to try to put enough money aside because in the summertime, <laughs> he didn't have such business for firewood. Of course, people had in those days the old-fashioned stoves that burnt with firewood. So, yes, indeed, he had to set him up with firewood, and he set up the stove with firewood and everything. And But the only thing is, in the winter, people need much more wood because they need it for the stove, and they need it to heat up the house. So now, in the summertime, he didn't make so much money because people only used the firewood when they needed to cook. So he had to put away some money from the winter for the summer. And this worked out very well. He was not a rich person, but he was happy. He was happy that he had food on the table for his family. He could send his little kinderlach to Cheder and his little maidler to a, like a sort of a base yak of some sort, whatever the girls go to at that time period. And he did these things. And he was so happy that he was able to even give tzedakah. But one year it happened. It started to thunder. <laughs> And it started to blow heavy winds. Or actually, heavy winds started to blow. Yeah, that would be better English. Okay, whatever. Still odder, you know. And the wind started blowing. It was going mere sugar, the winds. It was blowing really, really hard. And this time when the snow came, it came down more than the usual foot. It came down almost two feet. And before you know it, it would be even three feet because this was a heavy blizzard. And the snow was coming down. And the winds were blowing snow drifts. All right, time to go chop some wood. What's the matter? I 
I can't get my door open. Well, why don't you turn the handle? I am turning the handle, but the door is effortless. It's not opening. Open up the door. Maybe you give me a hand? Sure, here's my hand. No, I mean, help me push the door open. Oi, oi, oi. It's not going. I know that. Kindle, come here. Help Tati push the door open. Okay, Tati, I'm coming. Okay, Tati, I'm coming also. Come, 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 coming. Okay, come, 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 push, push, push. Okay, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. <laughs> What's so funny? We're pushing and it's not going anywhere. Maybe we look out the window and see what's going on inside. I mean, inside. I mean, outside. Whatever. All right, yeah. Okay, Tati, come look at the window. All right, I'll come take a look at the window. Hey, wait. Which one of you painted the window white? You painted the window white? Or you painted the window white? Who painted the window white? Uh, um, it, it wasn't me. Uh, 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 wasn't me either. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Snowing outside. Let me open this window. <laughs> I opened the window. Wow. It's still white. The paint is... Oh, uh, snow. Let me push this down. <laughs> Oh, vey, oi, vey, oi, vey, it's me, oi, 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 Give a cook, snide, there's snow all over the place. Do you see the snide, the snow? <gasps> Woo, look at the drift over there, wow. How am I going to get to my barn? I can't even see the door. You see the door? Let me take a look, let me see where's the door. It's somewhere over there, or maybe it's over there. I don't know which is my barn. Try to go outside. I can't open the door. How can I go outside? Well, try to climb out the window. That's a good idea. I'll try to climb out the window, then I'll dig away the snow. Okay, I'm going to climb out the window, and you pass me the shovel, okay? All righty. Right here I go out the window. I'm slide right. the window sill. Here I go. Where are you? You said you were going. Where did you go? What? I'm sick. Ah, boy, oh, boy. Did you see what was happening here? I am to... Ah, boy. Ah, boy. My goodness, the snow is up to your neck. Yeah, I know. I know. I jump out the window. What's that big snow? I don't think I can get my sleigh out in this kind of weather. We'll have to wait. But what about chopping firewood? Now I have to be able to get to the forest to chop out firewood. But I can't get to the forest right now to chop out the firewood because it's very obvious why I can't check it out. Oh, I see. Very interesting. So tell me, um, what do you suppose that you could do? Me? What I suppose I could do? I could sit home and learn a little, uh, a little bit, uh, and maybe I could say something to heal him, and maybe everybody else could say to heal him, and then maybe, just maybe, the snow will go down a little bit, and then I could take out my sleigh. But you know, the other people that sell firewood, they are so, 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 uh, amazing. Oh, my, my goodness. Uh, uh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, you see what? Ah, I see, I see, I see that there's a very interesting thing going on. Yeah, yeah, what is it? I see, I see, I see snow. Of course you see snow. But I see someone going through the snow. Oh my goodness, look at that guy over there. That guy has a bigger wagon than I have. He's a bigger sleigh, he's going to sell all the firewood. Hi, I, I, I'm not going to make any money, what I going to do? I don't know. I think what you said before. We'll sit down and we'll... Uh, actually, you learn and we'll say to Hillam. Good idea. That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to sit down and we're going to say to Hillam, or you're going to say to Hillam, and I'm going to learn and whatever. And so they all sat down to learn, say to Hillam, and they couldn't even get out the door for Minchemire, or even let alone for Chakras that morning. It was so bad, the snow. He couldn't even open his door. And when he climbed out the window, he just sunk into the snow until it was up to his neck. And then the next day came. All right, ready to go outside. Let's try to open the door. Sagaitnish, help me. All right, I'm coming. Kindler. Okay, I'm coming also. Wee, 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 I'm trying to push. I'm also trying to push. I'm going to push also. Oh, my goodness. It doesn't go. 
All right, I'm gonna climb out the window. Wait, 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 the snow is even higher. What's going on? Oh my goodness, let me make a hole through the snow here. Ay, vay, es mía. I can't believe it. Oh, ay, 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 ay. What's the matter? What's the matter? Last night, when we were sleeping. Yes, when we were sleeping, we were sleeping. I know that. But while we were sleeping, there was something we didn't know that was going on. What was going on? You don't know what was going on? How should I know? All right, I tell you. The snow is deeper than yesterday. It snowed again. Ay, vay. How are you ever going to get out? That's a good question. I think today we are going to spend more time in doing what we need. And sure enough, they spent again another day saying to Helam. And after they said to Helam, they also learned a little bit with their tati, to a certain extent, whatever they could learn. And then he learned on his own. And the next day, it was so cold... When he tried to open the door, it was still frozen shut. And he still could not go to me. And that's how bad it was. And the winds were howling. And the winds were blowing. And he finally dug a tunnel through the window. And he would go to shul. But he couldn't find where his barn was. And there was a big drift covering the whole barn, and he couldn't see where this barn was. He looked to the right, to the left, all he could see was snow, and he just followed the people. Hans, hold it near. Chaim Duvi, we guys, where are you going? I'm going to Shul. Guys, the Shul's in Darwin, I'm going to Darwin. You want to come with me? Yeah, you know where the Shul is? Yeah, follow the holes in the snow. Other people went there also. Maybe those other holes are holes where people got lost. No, 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 don't worry. You just follow me. I know where it is. Besides, I got a compass. I got a compass? Sure, this way I know which way the shoe is. Ha <laughs> ha, great, you know which way the shoe is. Gewaldic, fantastic, fantastic, great. And so sure enough, he got the shoe. But each day, the cold remained strong. And it came to the point where little old Barrow was not making any money at all. And whenever he snuck out of his house or managed to get out to buy some food, eventually he was running so low on money that he didn't have much. And the other woodcutters, they had bigger sleighs than he did, and they were selling all the wood. And finally, it was coming closer to spring. He was getting closer and closer to the Pesach season, which should be pronounced Pesach or but. The most common way people say it is Pesach, so we're going to say the same way. But if you read the Nakudas correctly, it's Pesach. Anyways, what happened was like this. He went outside. Hey, look! The snow is starting to melt! The snow is starting to melt! And sure enough, the snow was starting to melt. And, of course, as the snow would melt a little bit every day, he still could not get his sleigh out. And he couldn't get anything and then when he finally got to his barn, he discovered something that was very disturbing. All right, time to get my horse out. Uh-oh. Ferdele, yoo-hoo, horsele. Yoo-hoo, where are you? Hey, you're not even going to go. You're not even going to go. Where are you? I wish me. I forgot. In the snowstorm when I couldn't find the barn... I didn't go to the barn to feed the horse. And all the hay in the barn is used up. Where is my horse? Oi, oi, oi. My horse, he died. Oi, oi, oi. What am I going to do? My horse died. I have to buy a new horse. But how am I going to buy a new horse? How am I going to chop wood? I don't know what I'm going to do. And of course, he didn't know what he was going to do. And it was getting closer and closer to the weeks of Pesach. Getting closer and closer. It was now about two weeks before Pesach. Yes, Rosh Chodesh Nisan came about. And suddenly, in his mind, he was thinking, You know, I help somebody else chop wood. He pays me a few groceries here and there. But it's not like I chop all the wood and, uh, and I make all the money. I'm making very little. I'm barely making enough money to put food on my table. Hey, it's getting closer to Pesach. What are we going to do? Ay, 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 ay. Oy, me. What are we going to do? Ay, ay, ay. Oh, yeah, yeah, is right. What are we going to do? Tati, Tati, could I have a new dress for Pesach? 
<laughs> you like a new dress for Pesach? No problem. One day I'm going to get it to you. I don't know which Pesach, but not this one. All right, now, uh, listen, we need money to buy things for Pesach, so we got to start selling things in the house. All right, uh, let's see, could we sell you? Not me, the things in the house. Oh, okay, can I sell your bed? But I'm going to sleep, you sell my bed, I'm going to sleep on the floor. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. Maybe we should sell your bed. No, 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 then I'll be sleeping on the floor. Sounds good. Uh, I don't sleep on the floor, you don't sleep on the floor, we don't sell the bed. Okay, what can we sell? Well, it's near the springtime. It's getting a little warmer. Um, maybe we can sell our covers. That's a good idea. And when the next winter comes, we'll worry about it then. Okay, good, good, good. Maybe Mashiach will come in between. Okay, no problem, no problem. And so, sure enough, they sold the covers. But they realized that most of that money that they had from the covers, <clears throat> they had to use, unfortunately, for food on the table and to pay the cheder abeim. And that's what they did. That's what they did, I should say. And so what happened was as follows. Days were getting closer. It was about a week before Pesach. You know, did you buy matzos yet? Matzos? I didn't even go to the bakery. How am I going to go to the bakery and make matzos? So you could buy pre-baked matzos. You don't have to be there and pay the extra money. Just buy kashla Pesach matzos. Lashay matzos mitzvah. They say matzah mitzvah, but I don't see a matzah falling from the sky. No, 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 we gotta buy some. With what? With what? With toothpaste? What are we gonna buy it with? Spaghetti and meatballs? We don't even have that anymore. Okay, um, what are we going to use? I ask you that question. What are we going to use? Uh, let me see now. Uh, we could sell, um, uh, some of the chairs. Who's gonna buy the broken chairs? Besides, we need something to sit on before we fall down off the chair. That's a good point. Eh... Uh, Ah, uh, you know what? We don't need this couch over here. Let's sell this. And slowly but surely, they began to sell a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And the house was getting emptier. And they still realized that they still could not put any money aside. Uh, okay, so now we got very little things left. I sold my pillow. I sold you a pillow. We only got the basic bed. We don't even have the mattress anymore. And a uh, matter of fact, tomorrow I'm going to sell the bed and we're going to all sleep on the floor. It's going to be very comfortable. It's a hardwood floor. Don't worry. Anyways, uh, what are we going to do? Let's see. Do we have any money set aside for Pesach yet? Nope. What do you mean, nope? We don't have anything set aside for Pesach. What do you mean you have nothing set aside for Pesach? Why not? Well, because we have nothing. What do you mean you have nothing? You have to have something. No, we have nothing at all. It's Givaldi. Hi, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What else do we have to sell? Well, let's see. Um, you know we can make a lot of money and set all that money aside just for the Pesach Seder. Yeah, what are we going to use? Well, let me think. Oh, I know. The Kaisel El Eliohanavi. The Kois from El Yohanavi, but they use it the Pesach Seder. The big golden becher that's worth a lot of money? Yes, we could sell that and we'll make the money into Pesach. We're going to turn the money into Pesach? You know what I mean? We'll use the money to buy whatever we need for Pesach. We'll buy wine, we'll buy meat, and we'll buy mussels. Uh, that's a great sounding idea, except what El Yohanavi going to say when it comes to our house. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 it's a good point. But listen, we usually don't see Elio enough. He went not Zoycha. So, um, I don't know if we're going to hear if he says anything. I cannot stand it. I cannot stand it. Just knowing that he's going to come into our house and what he's going to drink from when he comes to the wine, he's going to look at his coist and it's going to be what? A, a, a paper cup? It's going to be maybe a wooden cup? What's it going to be? A simple glass that's cracked? No, nothing doing. I will not sell the becher. Okay, so what should we do? I know what we should do. I got it. I got it. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let me talk to you. Let me think a little bit. Ah, I know what we're going to do. Yeah? What are we going to do? We have one cow. And the cow is still living. So we're going to sell the cow. And the money we make from the cow is what we're going to use. <laughs> What's so funny? Somebody's tickling you? No! Hey, if we sell the cow, you know what's going to happen? We're going to sell the cow, and that's what's going to happen. What are we going to do to have milk and cheese? That's a good question. Why, where is me? What are we going to do? Uh, 
Uh, so you don't want to sell the cow. And I don't want to sell the becher. Hmm. Well, maybe Hashem is going to make a nice. That's how we have been talking about the You have been talking that the cow has to be here, so we should have what to drink and what to eat, you know, milk and cheese. And I have to have been talking that Hashem Yisbarach wants that we shall have this here uh, Becher for your Novi. Even if the rest of the table is not decked properly, you know, uh, you know what, I got idea. I got idea. Uh... If we don't get any extra money, by the time Pesach rolls around, we won't have any extra money. Yeah, you know, that's uh, a possibility, but you know, I think that I, I'm going to have to ask the Rav Shiloh. What kind of Shiloh? What do you mean, what kind of Shiloh? Oh, what are you going to ask if we have chametz? We don't have any chametz. It's not a Shiloh about chametz. It's about the Seder. Oh, a Shiloh about the Seder? What kind of Shiloh can you have about the Seder? Uh, the silent I can have about the shade is very simple. Oh, really? What is it? Well, you know, uh, I want to ask him if we could make the albacoises, you know, if we could make kiddush on milk. On milk? And what are we going to use for matzah? Uh, I'm going to ask him if I could use a potato peel for the matzahs. <laughs> you going to do that? I have a choice? Yes, not. And so, sure enough, it got closer and closer to Pesach. It was now the night of Bedikas Chomet. And before people were going around, people were coming into the Rav. And when they came to the Rav, they would ask him their last-minute shyness, their last-minute questions. And after they asked their last-minute questions, they went over and they asked for a little money for help, more schitim money, you know, kimcha de pischas, like some people call it. And so what ended up happening was Chaim was in the back of the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chaim, what are you doing here? Chaim, how come you're here to see the Rav? I got the Shaila to ask. What's the Shaila? If I wanted you to know the Shaila, I would ask you. This is a Shaila for the Rav, not for you. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to be a nosy body. So don't take your nose and keep it on your body. <laughs> Very good. I like that. Yeah, I like that also. My nose will stay on my body, your nose will stay on your body, and nobody bothers anybody. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I like this. I like this. I like this. And each person went up to the Rav. And asked their strange little Shilas. And, of course, eventually it came to Chaim's turn. Eh, I guess nobody's here. I'm the last one. Go ahead. Ask your question. Whatever you have to ask, you can ask, Chaim. Don't worry that I have to go to sleep. Zogzernish. I am the Rob from the town. And therefore, if you have any kind of question whatsoever, you just ask the question. Zogzernish. When I go to sleep, okay? Uh, no, what's your question? Rabbi? Is everybody out of here? Everybody's out. The only one that's left is you. But don't worry, I won't rush you out. Whatever it takes to answer your Shiloh, I'm going to answer it. All right. <laughs> nobody's around. I said nobody's around. What's the problem? What are you, what, what are you so nervous about? It's the kind of Shiloh I have. I want to make sure that nobody um, 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 hears my Shiloh. All right. No one's going to hear it except for Hashem is born, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Hashem, and you can hear it. Okay. Rabbi, here's the Shiloh. Go ahead. What's the Shiloh? The Shail is Azor, Rabbi. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. The Shail is Tomorrow night is the first night of Pesach. Yeah. And we're going to have a Seder. Yeah. So the first Shail is Azor. Can I use potato peels? If I peel the whole potato in one shot without chopping the peels, can I use that for matzah? That's the first Shiloh. The second Shiloh is, could I make the Arabic Koises? Could I make Kiddush? And the other three Koises, can I use milk? Ah, very interesting. Let me think about this. And so the Rav started thinking to himself. Now, obviously, if he's asking me a Shiloh, if he could use milk for the Kiddush, it's pretty obvious that he hasn't got any money for meat, because you can't eat meat and milk together. So not does... Ay, 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 this is terrible. Not only doesn't he have money for the meat, not only doesn't he have money for matzahs, because he asked me if he can make it on potato peels, doesn't have money for anything. Hmm. I have an idea. Uh, of course, he is too proud and... It's too embarrassing for him because he always made a living of some sort. But this terrible, terrible winter ruined it for him. So he's very embarrassed to ask for 
for the money from the most hidden fund. Have an idea. Uh, I was thinking about your Shiloh. Yeah, so what's the answer? What's the answer to my Shiloh? It's very, very complicated. But you know, I am a little bit tired. Aren't you a little bit tired? So what does that mean? Well, let me tell you what it means. It means as follows. You see, you're asking a very, very tough question. And right now, I don't have the time because I have to get ready for Pesach also, you know. And therefore, I won't be having a chance to answer your kasha until after Pesach. I was so what am I going to do? Can I make the kiddush on the, on the milk? No, no, no. I, you know, I'm not sure if you can or not because I have to look it up. So you know what I'm going to do? Listen, everybody came to me already. Yeah, I, so I'm the last one. That's right. So let me open my drawer here for a second. See? Now, I have here some money over here. I have a couple of lattice over here. And you know what? You can have this money. I'm not asking for Tzedak. I just ask a child if I can... I know what you're asking. But I don't have time to look up the answer. And tomorrow night is Pesach already. And I have to start doing my Vedika's home showing. You know what? Listen. Take this money. Borrow it from me. I'm not giving you to a Tzedakah. Borrow this money from me. And then... Whenever it is that you could pay me back, you'll pay me back. Oh, oh, sure, no problem. Thank you very much, Reva. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And sure enough, he took that money and he bought everything he needed for Pesach. He had wine, he had masses. His wife was so surprised. Ay, it's a miracle! Ay, nice gadol You're talking about Hanukkah, you're talking about Pesach. Oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Well, it's the kindness of Nisan, 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 miracles. Whatever you want to say, it's okay. It's all right. It's definitely a miracle. And the rabbi couldn't answer my child. It's such a tough question. I bet you never had this this question before. <laughs> tough child, I asked him. But he says, you know, he's going to look up the answer. Don't worry. He's going to look it up. Okay? Zarjachnish is going to look up the answer, and everything is going to be fine. No problem. All right. So what do we do next? Uh, nothing. We run a Pesach Seder. And sure enough, that evening he went to go to Davin. And when he came back, he ran a beautiful Pesach Seder. And then came the time in the Pesach Seder when they had to open the door for Eliyahu Hanavi. All right, who's going to open the door? Who's going to be the one to open the door? Will it be you? Will it be you? Who's going to open the door? Come and open the door. You, who, you, who, where are you? Who's going to open the door? I'll open the door, Tati. Okay, here I go. Okay. Oh, Tati, there's a guest over here. A, 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 a guest by us? Uh, uh, oh, uh, Shalom Aleichem, come inside. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is my pleasure to pass by here. Do you mind if I sit down at your table? I've been passing through this town a little bit, and, and I'm a little bit tired, and uh, I, I need a place to sit and rest for a while. Uh, of course, sit down, sit down. Mitzvah, no, sir, sir, sure, sir, 100%. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Uh, would you like something to eat? No, 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 it's quite all right. I, I, I was... Coming from someplace else, and then I, uh, how you say, I got a little tired, so I stopped by here. Hey, go ahead, conduct your seder, don't worry. Ah, very nice becher over there. That's, uh... That's the kaisel of your novi. Yes. It's a beautiful kais, isn't it? I polished it very well. Yes. It's a beautiful kais. I think if Elianovi saw it, he would love it. It's beautiful, beautiful. You know... I uh, want to tell you a bracha, if you don't mind. I, I'm a simple person, but I give you a bracha. Yeah, sure. Uh, even a simple person gives a bracha. you got to say amen. So what's the simple bracha? I give you the following bracha. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. You tell me the bracha. I love to hear a bracha. All right. The bracha is like this. I give you a bracha. Just like the kois shelelioha novi shines so bright, I want your life to shine so bright. Ah, thank you very much. Amen. Say amen, everybody. Amen. 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 And sure enough, everybody said amen. And then after another few minutes, the guest got up. I hope you don't mind. I enjoyed myself very much at your Pesach Seder. And now it's time for me to go because, you know, I, uh, I kind of gave my word that I will visit some other people, okay? Zeigesund, Zeigesund. Zeigesund, Zeigesund. 
And maybe you come by tomorrow. We'll think about it. Uh, yes, Hashem. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Goodbye. Uh, I got you on tip. Uh, I got you on tip. And so the guest left. And they finished off their uh, Zemiros and everything was beautiful. It was guns fine. And then next day came and Beryl was looking around. Where is that guest over here? Excuse me, pardon me, uh, Herschel, did you see the uh, a guest that was here? He was here last night. A guest! <laughs> There's no guest over here. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a guest? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. And, of course, he kept asking people, and no one knew. Finally went over to the Rav. Angelic Mayor Rav, do you have any idea about this guest? <sighs> you're going to go over to the Rav. He's going to laugh at you. Why are you saying that? Hey, Dovi, what's the matter with you? Because there was no guest here. Were you drinking too much last night? Did you drink wine for the abacus? Of course I drank wine. What's the matter with you? What's going on? I'm going to ask the Rav. Anshulik Mirav, may I talk to you? A father, a father, what is it? I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a guest that was here last night. Ah, you saw the guest? Yeah, I saw the guest. Why? I saw the guest also. That's nice. Very nice. I would like to invite the guest over uh, uh, tonight also for the Seder. He'll probably come, but I don't know if you're going to see him again. What, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Shh. Let me tell you who this guest was. Oh, you know him? You know him? I know him very well. Really? Oh, guys, guys. <laughs> who was he? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Please tell me, tell me. This guest was? Are you ready? I'm ready. Elio Hanovi himself. Elio I'm going to faint. Wake up, wake up. I wonder what happened over there. He fainted. Oh, it's a good question what happened over there. I don't know. He fainted. <laughs> hey, wake up. And sure enough, he got up and he said, Are you telling me that I saw Elian Hobby? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, you did. You're definitely Zeicher. I don't know what you did. Um, wait a minute. I didn't sell the kois. And maybe that's what it is. He polished it, and, and he made a comment about the place. <gasps> he gave me a bracha. It's a shame. Everything's going to be turning out good. <laughs> you can't get a better bracha than that. Unless you get it straight from Hashem, you know, because he's a shliach of Hashem. <laughs> wow! And sure enough, after Pesach, he was going with his wagon, and he went out to chop wood. The snow cleared away. Everything was cleared away. He was back with a new horse that he bought. And he was going, and suddenly, because there was so much snow, and it melted. In those days, they didn't have concrete, they didn't have paved roads, but instead, it was dirt roads, and it was so full of mud that he had a heavy load of wood, and suddenly, his wheel got stuck in the mud. <laughs> a big slushka of mud. And he tried to move the horse. Come on, giddy up! But as much as the horse tried to pull, it couldn't. It couldn't pull the wagon. It was loaded with the wood, and he got off the wagon. I raise me, what's going on here? I I don't know what to do. Why is this Ah, wait. I'll have to take off all the wood, all over again. Pull out the wagon and reload it. And that's what he had to do. He had to lift off all the wood, and that's what he did. He took off all the wood off the wagon. And after he took off all the wood off the wagon, what he ended up doing after that was, he went over. Are you ready for this? I'm ready, Rabbi Yerush. Tell me what he did. All right. He pulled out the wagon, and underneath where the wheel was, he saw that the wheel sunk so deep that he saw some sort of a small leather bag. And he reached up, and he pulled up this leather bag. And as he pulled it up, he opened it up, and he saw gold coins in there. He thought somebody lost it, so he quickly went to the Rav. And the Rav said to him, listen to me. It was about five, six years ago. There was a poet who lived in this area. And he was being chased by bank robbers. Or highway robbers. Or whatever they were. One thing for sure. They were thieves. They were going of him. And they threatened to kill him if he doesn't surrender his money. They knew that he was taking a large amount of money to the bank. And they were so happy because they don't have to go to a bank to rob it. They could rob the poets. And they were catching up to the poets. And so what happened was this. The poets went over... And he took the money and he threw it wildly over a fence. And he said, I am Mafkir, I make this money Hefke. He used the word 
No, 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 no. He didn't use the word Kafka. He, he just said it's free. So he left it over the fence and he said it was free? Yes. Why did he do that? Because he said, I would rather that this money that I throw over should be found by other people than given over to the thieves. And then, of course, it sunk in the ground. And five, six years later, I assure you, he had no hopes of ever finding the money. And therefore, Minatera, Minadin, he allowed to keep the money. And sure enough, he kept the money. Barola kept the money. He was able to buy better things. And he paid back the Rav, also the loan, which of course he didn't know was really tzedakah to him. Because helping a person in the most discreet manner is one of the highest forms of the mitzvah tzedakah. So, of course, from that day on, Beryl never had to worry about a panacea, even in the high winters, because he always had some money put aside. Wow, Robert, it was a terrific story. And I don't know if you ever told it, but for sure, for sure, for sure, you never told it that way. Yeah. Okay, I've been with you for a long time, and I don't remember the story that way. Uh, Reminiscent, do we have time to take a few phone calls? Uh, yes, we do. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Ephraim Lowy. Ephraim Lowy. You have to lower your... Yeah, Lowy has to lower the radio. Good. Okay. So, uh, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, they show you the betachin, and you show you the monochamim, and everything that happens, either if it's bad or good, it's always from Hashem. And if you do a lot of mitzvahs, you might be able to... And you should always you should always do mitzvahs properly and, and you're doing great you're doing great you got almost everything in there there's still a few more things in there but go ahead you're and doing you should always do chesed to someone and give them tzedakah and, but the best kind of way of giving tzedakah is like to make believe that's correct to make believe that's correct to make believe that you're whatever okay so uh, that's it we don't have any more time the phone collapsed oh the phone collapsed oh uh, sorry about that, Ephraim. It's not that we don't have any more time. Uh, the phone seemed to have collapsed. It shut down. Overloaded. Uh, let's try again. Hello? You're on the air. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes. You're on the me? air. Yes. You're on the air. Um, I want to say thank you for doing the Lebe Shackles, um DVD. Oh, so you liked it. It's very cute. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I just wanted to thank you. Okay, you're very, very welcome. Very welcome. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Arthur Sraka. Okay, and what lesson you learned tonight's story? That the Hillam is always going to help, and you should always give to Dhaka. Very good. Excellent. That's definitely in there. Thank you very and much. And I want to give yes. a shout out to Real my old class and a family. Bye. Oh. Very good. Excellent. Thank you for your wonderful stories. You're very welcome. Thank you. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Kira Giyang. Oh, wow. Very interesting. You're a Spotty boy? Are you yeah. A, yeah, okay. So what lesson you learned tonight's story? You should always not steal. You should always not steal? Where was you that? Always, you should always give tzedakah. Oh, you should always give tzedakah. Yes, that was in the story. Yes. There was nothing about stealing in the story. My no. brother wants to say something. Okay, let me hear your brother real quick. You should always give tzedakah. You should always give tzedakah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, let's move on to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Yitzhak Schwartz. Yitzhak Schwartz. Can you please lower your radio so we don't hear double-double talk? Thank you very much. Okay, what lesson you learned in tonight's story? That you should never embarrass someone. Excellent. You should give tzedakah and they shouldn't know that you're giving tzedakah. Excellent. Excellent. Beautiful. Very well said. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Avi Galinsky. Avi Beautiful. Uh, so tonight we got Afraim Lowy got in, and now you. Okay. So what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hey, you should always give tzedakah. You should give it in like a sort of a hidden way. Right. Um, you see that he, how he beautified, how he beautified um, um, the Pesach Seder with the Kavayo and Avi and didn't just sell it. Right. He refused to sell it because he felt it would take away from his Seder. So by making a beautiful Seder, he was Zaycha to see Eliyahu Nabi. Beautiful. Very good. Well said. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. Okay, hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Kira. Okay, what lesson you learned tonight's story? I learned that, um, um, that even though he 
he wanted to sell everything else. He didn't want to sell the thing that he would use to to do a mitzvah. He didn't. He didn't want. He he would sell his his bed and everything, even if he would be uncomfortable. But he didn't want to sell the cup because he would use it for his son. Also, um, I love your stories every week, and I also want to give a shout out to Zahara Bass because. She always listens to the stories, but she never gets the call in. Oh, okay. So maybe she'll be zeichel to get the call in another night. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. I guess we'll have to go to the next caller. Hello? Uh, yes, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Yakov Fruchthandler. Oh, Yakov Fruchthandler. You're related to the Fruchthandler that I once taught in first grade? Probably, yeah. Oh, is he one of your brothers or an uncle? Um, well, all the first families are related. Okay, so then good. That's great. That's great. Okay, so what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Um, that Moschitim is a big mitzvah. That what? Moschitim is a big mitzvah. Excellent, that's true. And you should always give it. Yes, that's correct. And even if you can give it discreetly, it's even better, right? Okay, send my regards to all the fruit handlers, because I know yeah. them all. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. <laughs> Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Hi, my name is Marisol Radich. Okay, and what lesson yes. you learn in the night, tonight's story? Uh, learn always to to give tzedakah. Very good, that's definitely in there. And even, even if it means giving up all the money that you have, still to keep it and give tzedakah to someone else who needs. all that name. Very good, very good. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, you too. Okay, we, that's it. We have no. We have one more phone call. We can take one more phone call. Just one more. Okay, who's the lucky guy? That's or girl. <laughs> okay, let's find out. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? One last phone call. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, you have to lower your radio so we don't hear double double duck. Huh? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Rummy. Okay, Rummy. What lesson you learned tonight's story? You should always take a bracha from a simple person. Excellent! You're the first one that said that tonight. That was definitely in the story. Excellent. Beautifully. Well said. Okay, thank you very much. And that's all the time we have. So, Bezin Hashem, we'll see you all next week. And have a wonderful week. And have a wonderful Rosh Chodesh. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you all. Bye. www.jrootradio.com The preferred radio station for the Jewish home.
This is Dr. Simcha Cohen on Wednesday night, and it is the Ask Dr. Simcha Hour, or just say hello to Dr. Simcha Hour, and today it is Wednesday night, and we are getting closer to Pesach. We have Rosh Chodesh coming up, and there's so much that we have to do, and I have so many topics I want to talk about tonight, but you know what? I wanted to start because I wanted to read something, and every now and then I'll come across something that will, like, just hit me, and I'll think it's very, it will, like, really get to me, and this is something that I read, and it's not something that I found, it's something I found in some, in some greeting card store or something, and it just made me think for a minute, so I'm going to read it, because when I find something like that, I like to hear what people's opinions are, but this doesn't necessarily have to be what our topic is going to be about, because I have something else I want to talk about. This is called, it's a poem that someone wrote that's called Accept Me. So, this is what he says. I am I. Do not change me, condemn me, nor put me down. Accept me for what I am. No, you need not agree with me, but accept me. For I am total in being. I have my faults. I have my guilt. But that is who I am. Perfect I will never be. Allow me to be uninhibited. Don't pressure me into feeling what I do not feel. Accept me when I am flying high, as I have accepted you when you are flying high. Do not put me down, nor make me feel unhappy about me. I am I, and and I like being what I am. I am me. So, the question is, what do you think of that? Is it something that's correct? It, should a person say, this is who I am, and I am who I am, and don't try and change me? But what if a person has a way that they could change someone to make them better? Is that what we should do? Should we make people change? Or if a person feels a certain way, should they just want to say, this is how I feel, and that's that? and not entertain advice from people. Or maybe this is saying, you know what, that a person has to just accept their strengths and their weaknesses and not feel bad about themselves. So I'd be curious as to what people think about that. Because I had a few different ways of reading it. And each time I read it, I think differently. So you know what, maybe I'm going to take a first call and see what people say. Okay, are we ready for a first call? We are. Hi, you're on the line. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Did you hear? Um, do, do you have a comment about what I just read? What? No. Okay, you didn't hear it. Fine. So, what's on your mind? Um. So I I just joined a new class. Okay. Um. And um. And and the boys don't really like they they don't join me in anything or or like in any other games by recess or something. That's very difficult. What grade are you in? Fifth. Fifth grade. Wow, that's a hard age to join a new class. I, is it in the same school? Yeah. Okay. So, I think what I would do is I would approach the Rebbe and I would ask the Rebbe if he could help you get more into more more involved with the rest of the class, and maybe the Rebbe could help you do that. Do you think that that's something you could do? I mean, I tried that, and also I didn't really get so many shot. I only got like one or two shots one. Also. Oy, that probably felt so bad. That probably felt so bad. But you know what? All changes are difficult. And I bet you... Well, let me ask something. In your last class, did you were you involved in everything? Um, mostly, yeah. Okay, and did you get a lot of shalachmanas? Yeah. Okay. So that's what you got to understand. You're going to get right back into it. It's just going to take a little time. And sometimes it takes kids time to get used to somebody and they're a little you know, shy or nervous. So one thing for sure, you need to know there's nothing wrong with you, and you're going to, before you know it, it's just going to work its way out. Some things in life take a little time, okay? So I want, go ahead, what? 
Yeah, and there's also, so there's also another kid that used to be in my class and joined it, and they and they knew him before, so so they uh, like they they like him more. They care about him. Well, I don't know if it's that they care about him, but they're comfortable well, they with him. they're comfortable with him. Right. Okay. I'm sure that they're going to care about you just as much as soon as they get to know you, because you sound like a pretty pretty cool kid. So I I think that it's un it's uncomfortable, but. I think that in in a little while, you'll see that it, it'll get it'll get it'll it'll get better. When did you switch? Before Purim? No, um, this in the beginning of the year. Beginning of the year. Okay. So it, by now, already things should be getting should be rolling along. I would ask the Rebbe if you think that if he thinks he has some advice that he could give you. Okay. 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 But one thing for sure, the main thing is you should definitely definitely not think there's something wrong with you. Because there isn't, and these are things that sometimes take time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Good luck. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. Hi, you're on the air. Me? Yeah, you. What's your name? Yes. I'd rather not say it on the air. Okay, so make up a name. <laughs> I'm joking. Um. That's all right. Go ahead. What's Really? Okay. And that's is that your last name or your first name? No, I'm joking. Okay. What's going on?